Welcome, Sun Devil fans, to JBE Sports Talk, and this is the Alonzo Childs Sun Devils Football Show. How's it going tonight, Coach? Going all right. How about you? Oh, I can't complain. Uh, great win this past weekend. Just wanted to uh, give you congratulations to you and your coaches there. Yes, sir. Thank you. All righty. Well, let's get the show started off. Uh, first of all, once, like we said, great win this past weekend. Uh, preseason or not, the team looked like they responded very well. Tell us your thoughts about it, Coach. Yeah, we responded very well. Um, as before, um, what I said last week, it's going to be pretty much a smash mouth game. Um, they were very overly aggressive um, out of a 4-4 defense, one high safety. Um, so we kind of took advantage of that by throwing the ball and trying to air it out a little bit. Defense came out and responded very well, considering we never had the best secondary, but we always got the job done. Everybody responded very well.
13 and one INT, and I, I think that INT was a uh, just a result of a uh, like a wide receiver went the wrong way. Am I correct on that? Oh yeah, we had a wide receiver on stop on his route, and he overthrew a little bit. And safety made a heck of a play and picked it off. But Kajana, um, he tried to exactly lead the person where they need to be. Sometimes receivers see holes and try to sit down in it trying to think too much, and sometimes it, it kills us in the end. Well, I'll tell you what, Coach, he did a great job in that game. He, he did a lot of time management. It looked like he just led those guys to where they needed to be. And, uh, he, I think, personally, he did a great job. <laughs> Even though this is a preseason game that you played, he, he, did, he, did, he looked like he was in uh, game form. Oh, yes, sir. Um, he always been like that, even though he played baseball, like he's back and forth, so he always in condition. And having a big receiver like Jalen Robson to throw to, like four catches, 110 yards, and two touchdowns, he's a very big body that can go over receivers at 6'4", 230. Well, we're going to stop right here and give you the Silver Cloud Photography Player Profile, and this week it's Octavius Riley, number 53, the aforementioned player. Three sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble re recovered, and he is our Silver Cloud Photography player profile. When you need pictures done, you get Silver Cloud Photography, the official photographer of the Sun Devil. Coach, tell me about this next game coming up that you have against the Ducks. Uh, what do you think you need to do to, in order to win this particular game? You, what's the scouting report say on this team? Well, right now, um, considering they're fairly new, just like us, well, we've been around a couple of years, but we're fairly new to the scene of, yes, we will hit you in the mouth type team. So, yeah. um, really, I won't know anything until we get to the game, fill them out within the first quarter and make our adjustments. But when we come into the game, most likely we will be going no huddle, full speed, trying to gas them out. Because usually the teams we play are way bigger than us, and they hate speed. So we try to hit them with that. That's the way to do it. If they can't catch you, then you, then you, got, you got them ahead of the game. Uh, what about the injury report, Coach? Have we got any injuries that we need to make any notes of this week? Well, right now, the only um, injury I know of is Brian Murray, one of our other defensive ends. One of our um, guys from Jailman High School, he's just like Natavius Riley. He's always in the backfield, very fast guy. He's at least like 6'3". 280, at least 4'5". So, I mean, he's very fast coming off the edge. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he should be coming back to practice this week and getting ready for next week's game. All right. Well, Coach, this is a little bit off the beaten path, but I wanted to get your thoughts on this. What is your thoughts on the new AAF Football League, uh, the Alliance of American Football that just uh, started up? And, um, you know, it's, it's another place for players that are trying to get into the NFL to – go to. Uh, want to get your thoughts if you was able to catch any of it. I know you, you had a game on Saturday night, but I'm not sure you had a chance to uh, see any of the games. Yeah, I caught a um, couple of glimpses on YouTube or whatever else. Um, I like it so far. Hopefully it takes the same path as the NFL. Maybe even better. Um, we'll see how it goes from there, but I'm glad to see Trent Richardson and half the other guys that really didn't get a chance at the NFL team. I'll like to see them excel in there. Trying to break stuff. What do you think the NFL 
NFL needs to do, uh, coach, to, to, to get their audience back. You know, a lot of the, you know, it's, it's a proven fact that the ratings are going down in the NFL. And, you know, a lot can be contributed to, you know, people say about the kneeling issue. Uh, but what do you think the NFL needs to do to get uh, the fans back in there? Yeah, um, the whole thing about the NFL is pretty much become political. So now when people bring personal lives, political views into an NFL, something that's their job, it kind of divides everybody, especially from owner to players, from even GMs to players. Some GMs might release you just because some fact is you kneel. Yeah. And as Jerry Jones, he was like, okay, whoever take a kneel on my team is going to be suspended. But when it comes down to it, you're not going to suspend half of your team. So you have no choice but to take a kneel, too. But if all political things get pushed out the way, just play football, everybody will come back and watch it. I mean, everybody would love to see Kaepernick back in the NFL and different things like that, especially, well, some things with the, let me see, players beating on women and stuff like that. I can see that as a reason to, you know, kick out the NFL, but as far as taking a knee, something that has nothing to do with war or anything else, just as their political views, then I mean, maybe things will be a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a time and a place for everything. When I turn on the tube, I'm wanting to watch a football game. I'm not going to watch political views. I think if you want to do that, do that on your own time, and I don't have a problem with that. You know, everybody has a right to their opinion. Um, I just... You know, when I want to watch a football game, I want to watch guys getting in there, throwing the ball, you know, hitting each other, doing what they got to take to uh, be a better player. Oh, um, yes. Also, I want to talk to you about uh, your thoughts on, you know, with you being a defensive-minded coach, um, the way the NFL has changed to where it's, you know, they're taking a lot away from defensive backs. You can't touch the wide receivers. You can't. Can't hit the quarterbacks hardly. Barely touch them. You know they're throwing flags. I don't know exactly if the IFL is the same way right now, but uh, it just seems like they're they're making it. I, I know offense brings numbers, and that the fans want to see people score, but it really takes away from you know your defense. Why even throw a defense out there if you, every time you turn around you're going to be caught a flag? Yeah, the whole thing is the IFL pretty much is like free range, but then again, they got some stipulations and rules to it. Half of the referees that are around the league, I wouldn't say are got their car in it, so they know some of the rules, but they're not too big on the rules. They're more like holding, pass interference, and stuff like that. So if you jam somebody from the line, you probably go a little bit over five yards. They're probably not going to call it, but ten yards, they probably will. Yeah. So, with our corners, we try to play aggressive as much as we can. Well, that's what I—that's the kind of football I grew up with, and I'm sure you did too, where, you know, you had Daryl Green and, and Ronnie Lott and, you know, Buckus and, and guys like that. that oh, yes, yeah, sir. And, and, it, and they, it was smack, really the purple people leaders in Minnesota. You know, it just – that kind of football I think we're missing. I mean, I understand the guys are bigger and stronger and faster and – there has to be some kind of, um, 
how do you say a safety to it because you don't want anybody getting their head knocked off but at the same time you it just seems like it's it's, it's, it's it's almost like flag football for the defense they can't hardly do anything yeah i'm a big sean taylor and ray lewis fan so i'm a miami fan back in the 80s we smash mouth period so that's the way i look at life and everything else if you're gonna do something do it fast and make sure you get it right exactly and uh hey quickly since you're a miami fan who you're hoping they draft this year okay pros i'm a texans fan so we got deshaun watson deandre hopkins um clowny love deshaun oh yes sir um honestly as long as we draft anybody from miami i'm okay with it (laughs) (laughs) so you're a hurricane fan huh Oh, all the way. That hard, Miami fan. But what do you think about your Hurricanes this upcoming year with Mark Rick gone and your, what was the defensive coordinator, uh, had went to Temple. Now he's back at Miami in a matter of two weeks. Oh, yeah. Coach Manny, um, as in the 80s, Coach Manny is a pretty much a smash mouth coach. He's pretty much up front with you, let you know he doesn't play. Um, we got plenty of great coaches that he brought in, so I'm very happy to see um, exactly what we're going to do. The more concern I have is the quarterback situation with Nikosi Perry and the Tate Martell guy they're bringing in from Ohio State. Yeah. Well, I'm a big Clemson fan, so, you know, last last time we saw y'all, we, we really ran that score up. And yeah, we had chicken balls or something that day. We will see. We, we couldn't play the game. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll meet again in the HBC championship game because it looks like it'll be a while before we play each other as far as uh, league versus league. Oh, yes. All right, Coach. Hey, what's, any final thoughts that you would like to give us about the game coming up? Um, should be an exciting one, um, especially when it comes to division play. Um, once we get that first win, then we travel to Charleston to play the South Carolina Bulls which we done played in the past, so we know them pretty well. Um, just go fast and play Smash Mouth football, something we know how to do, and we should be okay. All right, you want to tell everybody where the game will be played, what time, and uh, what time they can watch it on YouTube? Yes, sir. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the game will be at 3 o'clock um, in Kanye, South Carolina. Um, I think that's on the other side of Columbia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I will be posting the address on my Facebook at Alonzo Childs, or you can go to Instagram under South Carolina Devils. All right, Coach. Well, Coach, I would like to thank you. I know you're a busy man. You got to get to those guys and, and get the game film from last game watched. And we just want to thank you, Coach, for everything you do for the South Carolina Sun Devils. And uh, tell your coaches uh, congratulations over this past weekend win, and uh, good luck to you in this next game. And we know you'll be bringing home the W. Oh, yes, sir. Um, thank you for all the supporters. Go Devils. All right, Coach. Thank you for joining us for the Alonzo Child Sun Devils football show. And we'll see you next Friday once again. <laughs>